Welcome back to Rune Walking in Modern Times. I'm Ken, the Rune Walker, and today in this series that we're in the middle of, I am going to be chatting with Terry of Thorson's Workshop. Terry is based out of the UK, and he and I have been connected through a social media network of people connected to the runes for quite a few years now. I've been following and lusting after some of the art that he creates, uh, like uh, this beautiful piece called Odin's Shield, which is just stunning, a stunning piece of artwork, as well as um, these this set of runes called the Wanderer's Runes that I thought was, for lack of a better term, very sexy when I saw the picture. I've enjoyed the chat today with Terry, and it, it shifted something inside of me and inspired me in a way that I, I hadn't expected to be, and I'm not even quite sure how to put that into words yet, but I hope that it does the same for you. I hope that you enjoy today's episode and the chat I had with him. Of course, in the show notes, you will be able to find links to um, his website and Facebook page. I encourage you to check out his offerings. It's, it's just so cool for me to engage with somebody in conversation who is living their world point of view based in Northern European traditions, pre-Christian, and, and really living them. They're, they're walking the path. They're, they're rune walking in modern times. And it's cool. So I appreciate his time. I appreciate his art. And I appreciate just having this connection to other people out there who are living it. So enough of me chatting, blathering on. Enjoy today's episode of Rune Walking in Modern Times with Terry of Thorson's Workshop. The first three questions I always ask people are these, and they're a little maybe silly or a little bit weird in the beginning, but uh, what, like, what's your favorite food? Sorry. Really? Yeah. Um, I have a problem with spicy food. I oh, see. I like really spicy food. I like a nice hot curry. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, all day. Okay. Um, <laughs> like sometimes saltine crackers are too spicy for me. <laughs> so <laughs> like it's I'm bland, bland, bland. Yeah. Uh, okay, curry. Okay, so hot and spicy, and then um. I don't partake of adult beverages anymore because of, you know, the cancer and 
trying to keep it away. Uh, but uh, my favorite was Scotch in the Day. Do you have one now or did you have one prior to, you know, kind of the, the other yeah. stuff? Um, so I do. I don't really drink very, very rarely now because of obviously the the kidney health and everything like that. But yep. um, like you, I was always a Scotchman. I always. love Scotch. Yeah. So what was your favorite? Um, there was one my parents got when they went to Scotland called Dalwini. Oh, really? It was just perfect, man. Just perfect. okay. I like a nice bourbon, uh, bourbon as well. But yeah, Scotch, just Scotch on the rocks. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. I I went out with friends the other night, and I haven't like I've had mead, a little bit of mead here and yeah. there. Uh, but I finally I was like, I just want scotch on the rocks please and i just had it and i sipped it for an hour and it was great yeah. but uh i like lafroig their quarter cask which is uh, a very peaty very smoky like it, my breath afterwards smells like i've been around a campfire oh that sounds perfect man. yeah i like it i think it's perfect yeah. um <laughs> okay uh those are two out of three the third question is where is your favorite place Oh. oh, that's a difficult one, man. It's a tough one. It is. Um, I think probably one of the places I've got like the nicest memories of is when I went to Switzerland when I was a kid. Oh. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. It's... Switzerland and Austria are like in the mountains and the lakes and everything. It's incredible. It is larger than life. Those yeah. places are, those mountains are not mountains. They're, they're giants. Sleeping you know? giants, yeah. Yeah, it is, it's so different. Uh, even than being here in the Rocky Mountains or close to the Rocky Mountains, it's just different. Those mountains are different. Um, cool. Well, thank you. I, I like to ask those questions because I feel, I feel like spirituality is not something exterior of us and yeah. that it's an embodied lived experience and that the runes are specifically uh, and, and much, much more engaged with when we are embodied. So I actually taught a class once um, where I told people like, before you come to class, you need to either eat, drink or fuck because I need you in your body before you <laughs> come to class. Like That's this is brilliant. not about being out. Yeah. So, um, like yeah, thank you. I, it was, the, that, those are my silly questions, but I think it, mm -hmm. it helps bring us into those physical, the memories of our physical experience. Yeah. So, um, all right. You and I have been connected on, in, on social media for a while. And, yeah. uh, I absolutely, um, I'm in love with the, well, the Odin shield right now. I told you that a few minutes ago, but the art and the create the creation of it. So your your business is called Thorson's Workshop. Yeah, is that correct? So yeah, yeah. now I saw on one of your posts that you've been uh, seventeen years studying and practicing uh, and walking your path of spirituality. So yeah. what exactly? How, what has that evolved into taking 17 years to get to this point? So I think for me, it's been a case of 
it feels like it's been a very long time. I mean, 17 years is a very long time. Um, and I've kind of, I see it as a full length path, but there have been times where I've dipped in and out of it quite a lot, which I think happens to, <laughs> happens to a lot of us really, you know. Um, there are some days where it's good to just be <laughs> a human and do human stuff and like the day to day. Um, but yeah, so I started with an interest actually in Buddhism um, when I was 17, which weirdly is where a lot of people seem to start because um, I think it's a very welcoming way of life rather than a strict pantheon or religion or doctrine or anything like that. So you can just sort of ease into a spiritual sort of learning from learning some basic lessons from that and um yeah that's that's where it started for me and I say obviously I dipped in and out an awful lot um but I think I really started thinking a lot more about sort of my life and my path and what I want to be doing um sort of as my health took a bit of a turn so you're going back sort of I don't know, seven or eight years on that. And that's when I really started asking myself some sort of big questions about what I'm doing and who I want to be and that sort of thing. Well, I mean, we all, I think a lot of people have those, not a lot, I shouldn't say that. When people get to that point, they have a lot of these big questions yeah. about who they are. Um, I I was actually discussing this kind of same thing with uh, uh, a student of mine last night who's having kind of an existential crisis of who am I after having a very serious health yeah. thing that, that really has changed how they interact with the world yeah. um, in terms of just their physical movement. What kind of questions, like what did that bring up for you when you hit this uh, yeah. physical? I mean, I think physical health is like a huge catalyst for a lot of people like so many people I've spoken to because obviously I always speak openly um about my health and stuff because for me my business isn't just a case of making stuff and selling it it feels like there's you know more to it so a lot of people sort of have that same thing where it's almost like you can't have well for me personally I couldn't imagine having like a near-death experience and then just going back to my nine-to-five job, which I hate. And and that kind of brings up the question, well, what what am I doing? And like, what am I supposed to be doing? And you feel like you need to be doing something bigger than yourself, if that makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's, I think that's probably a lot of what, what triggered what I do now is just me sort of thinking I don't want to do this forever I want to do something for myself something where I can help other people and kind of grow as a person and as sort of like a member of a community and stuff um so yeah I think that's that's the biggest one and I know so many people deal with that the whole it's, it's like the age-old question of human experience isn't it why am I here what am I doing like that general sense yeah. of what what am I doing here, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, have you found that, well, so yours is an ongoing situation. 
right? Yeah. So I think that that also shifts it because you're constantly aware of yeah. it. Um, I have to go back every six months and be retested currently. So it's still something that's on my mind, yeah. um, this death and, and meaning of life thing. Um, and I think sometimes people who have one experience can change them, but almost like it wears off a little bit and they become yeah. more comfortable again. Whereas in both of our situations, it's, it's a constant, it's a constant. So yeah. it is a constant question to be asking. Um, I, I really, I also think, and um, if we could talk about this for a second, I do love that you're community focused. Um, yeah. Like the, the warrior's rune pendants that you mm -hmm. have yeah. are, go to part of the proceeds go to a charity. Yeah. Um, tell me how, how did you come up with and how did that warrior's rune for you come into being and how did all that work for you? So the uh, warrior's rune is actually the third charity campaign that I've done. Um, and that raises money, all of the profits from like the the pendants and the t-shirts and everything else that goes to the hospital which is where I've had all of my surgeries and transplants and all of that kind of stuff so that goes to that charitable trust I've also done um the courage campaign for Great Ormond Street um which is obviously a children's hospital where I was when I was younger and then the um be grateful stay humble campaign which the profits go to Kidney Research UK. Um, but my whole thing is um, the Warriors Rune itself, I actually drew and launched it from my hospital bed last year. So I was wow. actually in hospital while I drew it. Um, I got the picture digitized, got the merchandise and everything all from my hospital bed. Um, my whole thing is like, it's been, it's been a hell of a, hell of a journey um, in terms of my health and stuff. And if I can kind of use those experiences to help other people, then I've gone through that for a reason. It gives me, again, talking about purpose, it gives a purpose to all of that sort of struggle and everything to be able to turn around and go, well, I can help this people these people you know I had a conversation with this person and it helped them and part of that to me just instinctively is to raise money for charities that are sort of doing their part to try and help people with the same kind of issues as me yeah uh, yeah that's how that came about from my hospital bed <laughs> wow what is what is your did the did the rune kind of just a appear on the paper because i i know that that is how kind of some things happen but how does that work how did that work for you yeah so i mean i do i do tons of sort of bind room work and sigil work for people on like a one-to-one -one level and with that process it started off when I started doing it years ago, it started off as like a very technical thing. So, okay, this room means this and this room means this, put them together in a nice, pleasing looking way. Nowadays, it is a lot more of just like a creative flow. Um, and I just sort of draw what's sort of burned in my mind when I think about that person, what they want to represent, that kind of stuff. 
with the um with the warriors rune i actually went back to almost like a technical way of putting it together so the runes that i use to create the warrior rune actually spell out the word unstoppable really yeah and then there's three diagonal lines at the bottom and each one of those represents a time when i was close to death i've had like three three periods where i was like i'm not going home yeah so it's like this whole representation of that word and what that means to me and my experience put in that in that room wow um that is that, that just gave me chills um be, well for a lot of reasons but uh the podcast is called rune walking in modern times and um i think when i interact with students or or maybe more elementary or like introductory students into into the runes or into spirituality they probably have just left some form of christianity and are looking and they're they're at that point where and it's the point where we are, we're all at we've at some point we're trying to absorb the information and get to know the information and there's such a difference between that place and living it and and it being part of how you live and that's it's just that's what this whole thing reminded me of is just this embodied um experience and creating from that place of it being part of you well that's just a very cool thing so how we can like because i'm because i'm going to plug this because i think it's cool um we can just message you through your Facebook and and order those, or do you have like a website that I'll yeah. put into the show notes? So I'm on socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, although I'm not on the last one very much, to be honest, at Thorson's yeah. Workshop. Um, or you can also buy them directly from the website, which is thorsonsworkshop.co.uk. Okay, and that's what I thought. All of the profits from that merchandise goes to the uh, the charity. Cool. Thank you. I wanted to. I, I. 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 It's just cool. I like that a lot. Um. So. If I don't know if you want to talk about this, so it's okay <laughs> if you don't. Um. But. The same, post on your. Facebook feed mm-hmm. talked about your 17 years of spirituality yeah. said the most <laughs> yeah yeah the most like um how did you put it uh, pro, uh prolific or the most yeah the the um biggest spiritual experience I ever had was in a bar in Amsterdam so I'm I, I'm I, I'm dying to know if you can tell me what that <laughs> what that was I it was a crazy experience. I mean, it was out of body and then some. It was really nice. Um, but yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I was sitting, I was actually, I went with my uh, elder sister and my nephew. And um, I said to them afterwards, I just wrote a book in my mind. I'm sitting at this bar for like an hour and a half. 
and I completely left my body <laughs> because I decided rather than just smoking, I wanted to sit and do some breath work and some meditation. So we're in the middle of this really like busy little bar, the coffee shop in Amsterdam, like 10, 11 o'clock at night or whatever. <clears throat> and there's all this hustle and bustle. And all of a sudden I realized that I'm sort of sitting on the ceiling behind myself, just observing everything. Yeah. And um, I'm like watching everyone seems to be paired off it was really strange everyone seemed to be in pairs so I'm watching like the the two people sitting next to me and then the two people at this end of the bar and then my sister and my nephew are sort of like cracking up watching silly cat videos on Instagram and stuff (laughs) I'm just sitting there and I'm just watching everything and then out of that I became aware that I was watching, which in itself was really, yeah, it, it was really strange. The only way I can describe it was like, it was almost like a leaving my body for a second time. So if you think of like, you know, Inception, where they go into a dream within a dream. Yes. It was that kind of vibe. But I, I came out of that. And I, as we were walking back to the hotel and it took me so long to come back to my physical self. I just, I just went, it was so weird. I was observing and then I'd come back to my body for a little while and then I'd be floating off. I don't even know where. And it was like, I was in this cycle um, of sort of going from feeling my physical self to watching everyone to being, I don't know where. And then I just kept going around in a loop. It was really strange, but it was a great experience. Wow. Um, wow. That's trippy, yeah. actually. Uh, do you find that I, so I guess in my experiences with people who do seem to, or uh, who encounter all these physical experiences like uh, illness or, or, or cancer or whatever, or abuse even, um, that there are time they've seemed to develop whether consciously or unconsciously an ability to leave their body. Now I can't imagine sitting for four hours, how many times a week? Three times a week. Yeah. Um, And, and not, not actually at some point, you know, uh, basically doing, you know, Udi Seta where, you know, you're going under the cloak and like you, your, your hammer, your energy body goes off uh, a wandering. I've done that, that plenty something... of times. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. I was wondering if that was something that... It, it's it a perfect time. time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, spiritual yeah, development. Am... Yeah, the, the first... So this is my third time round on dialysis because obviously I've had two transplants which both failed. So I'm back on dialysis for the third time. The first time I started, that was when I really sort of started looking into projection and energy versus the physical and stuff and yeah I sort of I'd sit for like the whole four hours just watching YouTube videos on projection and technique and breathing and all of this like for days and days and days this is all I was taking in yeah and then I eventually managed to do it (laughs) and um yeah it definitely helped uh helped pass the time like the few times I've 
managed to escape myself. There was one time I gave the nurses a bit of a fright because apparently my whole body was vibrating in the bed. Really? And, yeah, and I sort of came back to myself and I've got like five, six people standing around me with a concerned look on their face. Like my whole body was just vib laying vibrating. <laughs> but yeah, it's um wow. I definitely think I definitely think when you go through a lot of physical, there is an element of you that kind of um looks for I don't want to say an escape because I don't think that's the right word, but a bit of relief perhaps mm -hmm. from the physical. I mean, yeah, this experience I had in Amsterdam, it was lovely. And then when I was finally felt like I was back in my physical self, I turned to my sister and I like the first thing I said was this body aches. Like I could I suddenly hyper aware of every little ache and pain in my body. And yeah. I just went, this this body aches, this body hurts. So I think I think for some people with like illnesses and other sort of ailments, it is kind of a bit of a relief. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um wow. <laughs> wow. It <laughs> um where 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 did you go? Where do you go when you I, you just kind of yeah, I've I I know for a fact that I've just like wandered the halls in the clinic before. Yeah. So like I've I've been close by, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. But yeah, there are other times where it's just like I don't even I I couldn't even tell you if I wanted to. It's just this vastness of everything and nothing you know you, yeah sometimes it's it feels like you you don't know where you've gone but you know that you've gone somewhere I think that's probably the best way to describe it yeah when you're doing sigil work for people and creating them one-on-one -on -one, um is it this is very similar to the warrior's room kind of just it just kind of flowed out of you or or what is your process for actually like do you, do you chat with them do you have questions for them yeah you know how yeah. does that work yeah so i um i tend like i'll always have a conversation with the person and um like the the basic thing is you know is there any specific aspect that you want to incorporate is there anything that you want to resent uh, Represent, represent what do you feel like you need help with you know um because someone will say like oh i want a, a pendant for example okay what do you want it for what are you struggling with and then it's entirely up to them how much or how little information they want to give me and some people will just give me a couple of words like oh, i want it for strength and power and then other people with next to no prompting whatsoever will completely open up and you get to hear that whole story, everything that they're sort of dealing with and, yeah. you know, what, what they're going through at the moment. And it's, again, it's really nice being able to, sigil work is, is one of my favourite things to do because it's a really personal, personal thing and you get to interact on a one-to-one -one basis and then have something that hopefully helps someone a little bit in some way. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of basically it. I say when I first started, it was very, very technical in that, okay, well, this room means this and sort of sitting with your books and what does this one mean and put them all together in a way that's pleasing. Yeah. Now I'll have a conversation with someone and I'll 
I'll sit quietly in a nice little space with a pen and paper and just sort of reflect on what we've spoken about and just kind of draw what what is in my mind, you know, it's almost like sort of channeling a design and putting it on paper for them. Yeah. So in the the witchcraft of creating this totem, this 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 uh, item, right, and wanting it to uh, Im- basically imbuing it with the power of whatever the rune represents, right, or part of what the rune represents. Yeah. Writing this piece that is meant to be manifest into the world. Um, much as like the Norns did, right? The Norns carved the runes into the the tree and that's kind of how things were manifest. So it changes people's lives. How have the runes like uh, augmented or changed your life and how do they work personally in your life? So I think for me personally, it's been a great source of strength and um i'm trying to think of the right word yeah uh, definitely a great source of strength um i have a little ritual now which i didn't realize i was doing i was kind of doing it subconsciously where every time i got out of hospital i'd go and get a tattoo Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um and yeah i think for me like the two that I've got on my face are both for strength. So I, I think for, for me working with them in the way that I do on my path, is it's been a source of strength and a source of uh, courage, so to speak. And then yeah. in, the, in the wider community, um, it's, it's a really nice feeling to be able to go and help all these people and create like a bind rune for them for whatever they may, may be dealing with. I mean, I, I've done I've done pieces for people for everything from um, uh, sort of like a hand fasting bind rune, for example, for a couple getting married, they have it tattooed on their ring finger, literally all the way through to making ceremonial uh, funeral pieces with bind runes on for someone that's passed i've done that a few times so like the whole spectrum you know someone's like i've i've done pieces before like protection pieces for newborn babies and stuff so literally like the whole spectrum of life and death and i get to help people with that in just like some small token way and that's really really huge for me man you know yeah and it it's uh it's not a small way it's uh <laughs> there it's they're powerful the the the, uh, the being is that is powerful so how did you come up with uh your bind rune that represents thorson's workshop so that was just a technical one in that it's literally uh thur is as for thor uh for thorson's mm-hmm. and then one joe for workshop and that's okay. literally nice and simple Yep. But I really like that actually because it's just a nice simple design. It's not too and people recognize it, which is great for using as a brand. 
Um, yes. Yeah. So that that was a nice, easy technical one for me. <laughs> I uh, what I also love about that is that um, if I were to, you know, it kind of intuit into that sigil. What I like about it is that it's um, like joy comes out of chaos. Um, And that's, it kind of represents your life and like the physical things you go. Yeah, it totally fits. It totally fucking fits, Um, which I love. So that's also, I think, part of when you are living these things and living your spirituality, it's we it's just no it's no longer a synchronicity because you you don't need synchronicities are to show us that we're on the right path but that synchronicity is out the door at that point you're just living and these yeah. things exist because you're you're in alignment with with all of that so uh good on you because that's not an easy place to get to um for most people <laughs> yeah. uh you know, it takes into your 40s and 50s before you have a, a breakdown and then you try and rebuild. Um, so let me ask you um, about, because I, I kind of uh, was lusting after the Wanderer's runes. Okay, yeah. Like that, uh, I saw them and I thought those are sexy. And I... I was like, these are really great. Uh, tell me about those because because I'm interested. So the Wanderers Rings came about basically because I wanted to try something with a different material. Yeah. And that's just just how they came about. So I, I got myself some black stones and um, like some paints. And it's really nice to be able to not only work with different materials but also different um different different mediums as well so sitting and painting is, is a really nice little break from don't get me wrong i love wood burning i sit and do it all day yeah. um but it's it's nice to have something a little bit different as well it's nice for me to create something different and also from say a business standpoint it it offers a good variety for for other people you know but yeah, they're nice yeah. and nice, simple little set, but they're actually one of my favorites. They're, um, yeah, it, I, I don't, most people I think, well, I encounter this, I have to stop generalizing. I encounter a lot where uh, they're engraved or painted on stone. And I've always, me personally, my connection has is to the tree mostly <laughs> and uh so all my rune sets are wood that i've burned yeah. uh and that was the first okay that's that was a lie my very very first set was store-bought you know engraved yeah. and and that quickly didn't work for me but um yeah that's the first set of stone ones i've ever looked at and thought those are sexy and mm-hmm. i feel like those are like there's something in them but I also feel like there's something in them because they interacted with you in creating the creation of them you know what I mean because it is it's it's different when it's a factory assembly line creation of something versus when someone like you 
uh, who's a true artisan and, and involved in the energetic creation of something yeah. makes something. It's different. It's very different. Yeah, it's, it's, you, can, you can feel the difference, can't you? A lot of people, yeah. Absolutely. I hope, and if they can't, let's work on making it to the point where you can. That's kind of how I feel. Um, so, uh, I really liked your um, your post about the scarves. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like for me. I want to know what what's behind the person who's kind of creating um, these anything I'm working with, whether yeah. you know it be a, a store or whatever. I like to know the people because I feel like that's where um, I like to know their point of view, where they're coming from, what's you know what because everything you're going through kind of goes into the work. Yeah whether you want it to or not it it pours through yeah definitely yeah so i think that um i think that 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 was a really um great um i hate i don't I hate calling it a post but a, a great communication yeah. via social media um mm -hmm. that um i encourage people if you're if you're listening and you haven't seen it to go to go check it out um so i also wanted to throw in here a little bit and ask you about the London Bridges walk. Yeah. Um, and how we can support you in supporting, you know, uh, that. So what is that, what is that about? Because for honestly, most of probably a quite a few of my listeners aren't from the UK. Yeah, um, and so we can, yeah, but we can still, you know, support in in yeah. that way in this more global network of community that we're creating yeah so that's um i just signed up to it yesterday and that is a seven mile organized charity walk around london going over some of the famous bridges uh to raise money for kidney research uk uh, there's been a few times that i've wanted to do it and my sister and my nephew have both done it several times but I've always been either too ill or in hospital to sign up and do it myself um so I basically made the decision yesterday that I wanted to sign up to it and then I have that as a goal to get healthier and something to work to um so that that's the plan I mean I enjoy walking it's nice easy exercise so seven miles isn't too demanding yeah um but it gives me something to work towards and then hopefully i can sort of do maybe longer walks or something a bit more intense later on in the year it's as much as it's to raise money for charity it's also sort of a personal thing in that um i've always had the problem every time i get into a routine with my physical health which obviously is important um I end up really ill in hospital, all goes out the window. Um, so it's just a way of me setting myself a goal that I can work to and raising some money for charity in the meantime as well. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that actually. 
cool when is it uh july july cool yeah so i've got a little time yeah I've got a little time get my walking boots on and uh stretch get, my legs and everything get get training a little bit <laughs> yeah good um cool well thank you for sharing a little bit about that because i um i think community is important and i think supporting each other and in, in in community whether that be local uh regionally local or you know community as far as um are the ones we create and virtually is yeah. just as important so thank you for sharing that um and thank you for being so candid about your your journey on on yeah, of course, and man. sharing that with people i i've never felt i'm an open book I, and i sometimes don't always understand when people want to keep things yeah private um i feel a bit like i feel a bit like that's very an, an american thing where i can handle this all on my own i don't need anybody else i can do it all on my own and it's it's not i don't i, I don't think that's a very healthy way <laughs> to, no to i understand the, i understand the mindset but it's not the healthiest sort of construct i mean I'm really lucky to be part of an amazing online community and being self-employed and having like a chronic illness, like there have been times where people have sort of come together to do fundraising for me just to pay my bills. Yeah. Because otherwise I wouldn't have Thorson's workshop anymore. I would have had to go back to getting a day job. I mean, I lost the best part of three months last year, just being in hospital and then recovering. Yeah. You know, so I think as as much as I get the mindset and I'm quite a stubborn person <laughs> when it comes to that sort of thing, and oh, I, I can deal with this and I don't want to be a burden and all of this kind of stuff. Yep. Um, having support around you is really important. It's really important because otherwise you can end up isolating yourself and then you have no choice but to deal with it on your own. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I agreed. I think. I think for me, especially when when I when we talk about the stories involved in each of the runes, it's not it's not necessarily you know just the rune poem, but and and it's it's nearly impossible for us to understand because we don't have the the yeah. context of being in that time period, right? But there was a story around that that yeah. then turned into that so a lot of times um with people even talking about like gabo or gabu and then the uh and and manas as well that i use in in hand fastings those though those runes are about part of them part of them is about this reciprocity and balance of give and take and yeah and in community even as little as 150 years ago you would have been way more like you owed somebody and then they owed you you owed them they owed you kind of thing not yeah. owed or like you donated time there and then they'll pay you back but we had this very much this this flow of of um energy between people and that's how you yeah. will community together and, and it's a reciprocated thing yeah definitely yep yeah absolutely um wow yeah is your spirituality centered around 
Northern traditions? Uh, or is that part of it? How does that fit it's, into your... It, it is mainly now, yeah. Um, that is kind of where I focus everything, not just for my work, but for myself. And I think for me personally, I don't think I'd feel comfortable making like rune sets and stuff if it wasn't part of my own thing. And that's yeah. not to cast judgment on anyone that might, because nope. each to their own. But me personally, if I wasn't following it myself, then I wouldn't make these things for other people. Yeah. Um, that said, I'm very much uh, a pick and mixer when it comes to spirituality. And I like reading and learning from all different kinds of cultures, because I think knowledge is power man like there's nothing wrong with having sort of a fixed point that you can anchor yourself to but then sort of wading out and learning from this place and you know because every culture and every religion and every path has their own lessons and you, you can learn a lot from other people you know absolutely I, and being in i think being a liver and follower of of pre-christian northern european traditions <laughs> because they were oral and we have lost them and they weren't written down except by really people from outside of the culture yeah. looking in um it's very possible that we had ideas and words for kundalini it's yeah. very possible that we had yeah. these ideas right like for the chakras exactly. but we don't have them now so it, it's it's almost like we we have to fill in the blanks yeah so to speak um and if every other you know uh tradition in the world has this we probably had it as well because we're all the same we just don't have the words for it anymore yeah yeah that's the thing like i've always maintained like when i speak to people about religion or spirituality whatever you want to call it i've always maintained that it's essentially the same and you just call it something else and you find what you relate to most so that you can uh sort of embrace it and use it but it's it's the same it's the same thing whether you call it energy, God, the universe, the self, whatever. It's the same essential makeup of things, you know. Yeah, it's uh yeah. The only thing that that changes is is our interaction with it, yeah. um, exactly. uh, and and what God, what you know, um what place you live in uh, yeah. you know i have uh, of course i'm gonna i'm gonna have a relationship with the frost giants because it snows here but if you live in the desert they wouldn't have a, a relationship with any kind of snow there, yeah. there's no way I mean, it's just it's not applicable so yeah i agree i think that's that's cool um do you have like a personal motto a personal ethics statement like what is like the idea that you live your life by um i have a few these days 
So my my main mantra is be grateful and stay humble. That's my main thing. I've got it tattooed on my head um, as like a daily reminder because whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, there are still things to be thankful for. You know, no matter how bad things get, you still have things and it's so easily it's so easily done that you get sidetracked by negative things. We all do it from time to time. You get sidetracked by going what's going wrong that you lose sight of, well, actually, you know, I've got a roof over my head. I've got food. I've got, you know, this and that and the other. You're so much more fortunate. There's a saying that um, there's so many people that dream about the life that you complain about. And I think that's really big. I think that's great for maintaining a bit of perspective and realising that actually things aren't always so bad and it's not to downplay anything that anyone's dealing with just a sort of reminder that okay well this has gone wrong and this has happened and my life's falling apart in these ways in these areas but actually I still have this this and this so it's not too bad yeah um yeah the other thing that I started this year with as well was protect your peace and I realized last year was an especially uh, difficult dumpster fire of a year. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of the the mindset that I came into the new year with. Just I don't want to deal with drama, like any of this nonsense, the external noise and stuff. Just find your peace and protect it because that's really important. That would serve you well i think <laughs> yeah i i think those are two very good very good uh mantras or themes to to, to yeah. gauge how you interact with the world by so any final wisdom for uh for the listeners of Rune Walking in Modern Times, anything that you want to share personally, feel inspired? Um, I think I'd probably like to say that whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, if you're listening and you're going through some stuff, it will get better. Just keep going. It gets better. Yeah, it's, uh, yes, agreed. Well put, well put. <laughs> so. Thank you for hanging out with me for a little while today from all the Thank way. Thank you so much for UK. having me, man. Yeah, I I like I said, I've I I've enjoyed watching your art and your pieces come through my life via social media and uh, uh for the last few years. And and uh I enjoy your passion for the work and for life and, and how those things are so combined. So um yeah, keep keep going with that and uh thanks, again i appreciate you hanging out with me i appreciate you so much thanks what did you guys think of that episode it was casual and 
I think, inspiring. So, if you're inspired, which I hope you are, to visit Thorson's Workshop, you can do so by going to thorsonsworkshop.co.uk, two ends in Thorson, and check out all the offerings there. Also, you can check out Thorson's Workshop on Facebook. I will also share a link to this on my Facebook page. It was a great chat, and I, I'm actually probably going to go on shortly and uh, get one of the Warrior's Rune pendants myself. That was one of my favorite pieces. It was the, the, the beauty of it and how I really enjoy the and cherish and think it's very valuable. I value the story of the creation of it and the cause. So I appreciate that he gives so much back to the community uh, and that has supported him through his trials and ordeals. Don't forget that if you are loving what you're hearing, feel free to send me feedback through Spotify or Anchor, or you can go to runewalker.com and send me a message through there. On runewalker.com, don't forget that there you'll, there you'll find everything that is me. You'll find on the plans and pricing page an opportunity to download the past seasons of Rune Walking in Modern Times uh, for a fee. I think it's like $9.93 or something per season. So if you're interested in, in those, those are available. You can also on that same page find my um, subscription for the torch which is a monthly subscription that provides you with a weekly rune reading and drum meditation to help you get a leg up on the week to help us understand the energies that are going to be at play this week beginning middle and end so that we can reschedule or readjust our schedules um, our to-do lists so that we're trying to work within the flow of how life is going instead of against it, trying to get things done. Also on my website, you can find the page for readings where you can book a reading with me for half an hour, an hour, or a soul map reading, which takes about two and a half hours. So, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Rune Walking in Modern Times. I have, and I hope to have many more episodes with just as many inspiring people as I've had so far this season. Thanks for listening. Don't forget that you're always welcome at my hearth and my fire. May your weird be filled with health, wealth, strength, and virility. <laughs>